Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Chuck, my good, good friend. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Everything's going pretty good. It's the weekend. That's always better than work week because that's yes. why I had a crazy, crazy work week. Uh, and- I think... I did too. So you can talk about yours first. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I just, I just got uh, blown up with extra work that I don't usually have to get this week. So uh, mm-hmm. it was a very light Pokemon week, at least in playing, because I had to work more. So um, I'm a lot the same. Uh, we're very shorthanded at work, and then a, a bunch of work came in. Not enough uh, manpower to handle it. So. Um, just finished a 60 plus hour work week um, with very little Pokemon. I'm very tired after yesterday. Uh, it was, uh, you know, Saturday was uh, as of this recording. Um, put another 10 in and I kind of felt like I needed to treat myself because I was a little down not being able to play much Pokemon um, test and stuff like that. So I ended up kind of um, buying another uh, thing for my backdrop here uh, for streams. Got an Umbreon V, uh, like LED, not LED, but the the light kind of fixture thing. So it'll be kind of cool. We'll fit in one of those slots. So pretty excited for that whenever it comes. Um, but yeah, not not pretty cool. Not much um, playing of Pokemon, unfortunately. As much as I really wanted to test um, some of these new decks and V unions, which we'll talk about here in a little bit um but yeah that was that was it uh but before we kind of go on i did want to talk about one more thing is that last week we did have sleepy dreepy on and we kind of mentioned at the end where chuck was like hey i hope you, uh, your car didn't die um with his light being on the whole <laughs> the whole interview uh in fact his car battery did die and he had to get it jumped <laughs> the next morning because <laughs> he was on interviewing with the, his light on and for over an hour i think it was about an hour and a half of, of you know just talking with him um so that ended up dying. it was kind of funny <laughs> it was it was hilarious because i did say it as a joke but also as like a you know like make sure you don't get surprised in the morning and then it did we ended and then he couldn't get the car started and it was hilarious but yeah that was pretty funny um, at least he knew about it he got it taken care of oh for sure and yeah he works from home so didn't have like any pressing issues he got it jumped uh, with no big deal but <laughs> just kind of funny thank you again sleepy for coming on um and sacrificing your cars uh your car's life battery all right uh I, we do have another guest this week though do yes we know? do you you want to now? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, their... this, yeah, so uh, we have a guest. He is uh, one of our locals, uh, one of our you know top players. Always enjoy playing against him. Always enjoy his takes on the game. Um, we've had him on. You know, I think it was around the board a few times, which uh, always fun to have him there. Um, Brian Desmond. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, not too bad. Can't wait to talk some Pokemon. Uh, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's a lazy Sunday morning for me. I'm not a football fan or anything, so glad to have something else to do while <laughs> that stuff is on. Yeah, same here. Uh, I used to be really into football, but uh, now that you know, I'm more jumped into the nerd hobby kind of things. It's always <laughs> been kind of um, X-Wing and now Pokemon, so it's yeah. great to hang out and talk some uh, Pokemon with you. For sure. I'm I'm I don't really follow football either, but I I I have now entered a fantasy football league 
oh man with my coworkers because you want bragging rights and now i have to follow fantasy football uh, yeah i was doing that at work and it, too and I, I couldn't keep up with it. that's it was all just my much. friends talk about and it's like it's so annoying to me i'm like i literally have <laughs> I, nothing to say to you people I, I could care less about football at the moment but i just need to beat my coworkers in fantasy football so then i can yeah. brag that's i mean all. i get they they win a lot of money when they win so like i don't blame them for that but they're all like gamblers and stuff so yeah for sure <laughs> well so football fantasy football is one met of its own but we right. just uh went into a rotation uh with you know losing all those tag teams uh gx pokemon how have you been kind of enjoying the new meta with this uh sword and shield up I know, I know the Catter Day rotated, so you can't play anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> such a fun deck. But I mean, I'm loving it. I've been, I was waiting for the, the rotation for a while. Like, that's part of the reason why I was playing Catter Day, because I'm just like, I'm done with GXs and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So I'm just like having some fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like where everything's at now. There's so many different decks that are good. So it's like, I don't, as far as I've been playing, I don't remember a time when there's been this much openness, even whenever I was playing during when it rotated, like all the stuff before mm-hmm. Lost Thunder and all that. Yeah. So but even then, it was only like a handful of decks that everyone were playing. So it's really fun to play around with it right now. Yeah, for sure. Like any evolution seems like it's pretty viable for the most part. Um, yeah. You have, you got your Urshifu's uh, single strike making a big, uh, you know, uh, resurgence. Um, and yeah. actually everybody's like BDIF or, or thought of BDIF before <laughs> this game. He's kind of down uh, as the rapid strike Urshifu. Um, but even then he can still be very viable. So it's very wide open um, as of now. Uh, but what kind of decks have you been playing right now in the last like month of this new meta? Uh, for the most part, Shadow Rider, Calyrex, and I've been playing like the Sylveon Rapid Strike box lately. Yeah, uh, fun decks for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that Sylveon one, I haven't really put testing in myself, um, but the matchup spread just seems really solid. Oh, yeah. Um, it seems like it can be clunky at times, but yeah i've run into like dead hands every now and then and it's kind of frustrating but i've been playing it online a lot the past like two weeks and been doing really well and it's one of the more fun decks i've played like i've always wanted a deck where you just have a bunch of different types of pokemon instead Mm -hmm. of just like here's my entire fire deck you know (laughs) so i I like that about it it reminds me a lot like the video game where you're going to have a lot of different pokemon with you at once so that's a really good point. Uh, I, I guess out of any deck that's popular right now, that has kind of like um, the most spiritual connection to the video game, for sure. <laughs> yeah, as far as that goes, yeah. Um, I've been, I still have like Victini and like Zashin and Zamazenta laying around. They're still viable, but I, they're just kind of older news. So I haven't really been playing with them too much, but I think they're both can do well. Oh yeah, well, I know we'll be talking about that Zashian deck here shortly mm-hmm. um, after all of our fun fun categories. Um, but the one thing that kind of just popped up, and we haven't actually asked anybody this question um, since rotation. Um, but uh, before rotation, most most decks wanted to go second for the you know the supporters having tag teams being able to do you know potentially get their attack off and like off and running. But 
it's it's kind of gone to a, a more of hey i want to go first and get my evolution set up and then you know if you're going second it's such a disadvantage um do you kind of agree with that or or what are your feelings on you know turn one versus turn two in this new meta yeah i mean i think in most cases if you're evolving pokemon you want to go first and that's almost every deck right now mm -hmm. even if it's like a vmax like that's going to be huge if you're playing calyrex or something because you need to start charging up or um if you need to attack really quick in some decks but uh especially with everyone playing in teleon lines like mm -hmm. you need to be evolving that as soon as possible so i really don't know when you wouldn't want to go first right now unless you're not playing like Inteleon <laughs> or some kind of deck like i don't know like reggie drago or something like that yeah yeah reggie drago but then they have the cherums too so you still uh, yeah. probably want to go first uh, i it it, it seems a little too much uh, of an advantage going first. Um, we'll see if some of these other Vs coming out uh, mm -hmm. will be viable by themselves that don't, don't need those. Um, I'd like to see more ones. like supporters that they used. To, I can't think of one off the top of my head where it's like if you, you go first and use this yeah. first turn, you get like a special effect or something like yeah. more stuff well, like that. Do you think after Marnie ro rotates, because, um, you know, in the past when they had a meta similar to this as far as um, evolution Pokemon, Marnie wasn't a thing, and you did have the turn one um, supporter, you could use it. Do you think yeah. once Marnie rotates, they might change that back? I mean, it's highly possible, but we have no idea what kind of other cards might be around at that point. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that'll change things, but it's too hard to say what other yeah. kind of stuff might be hanging around at that time yeah for I, sure no I, I think that was a kind of a loaded question i didn't know really <laughs> what kind of response you could have so I, sorry to put you on the spot there. no it's all right yeah but i mean i think about that stuff but it's like any what ifs you come up with it's like there's going to be how many more sets in between that that we have no idea what they're going to be like oh for sure for sure no i think you answer that perfectly mm -hmm. i i like the idea of using more incentive based that does brought like in extra incentive based supporters if you're playing them second on your first turn yeah um just because like like we've you've both alluded to like all of the decks currently like want to go first to get be able to basically evolve into their pokemon first and yeah. be able to hopefully and most of them can usually attack off of that um evolution um into a non-evolved v Mm -hmm. um and usually maybe you know steal a couple prizes there um so some supporters that will a benefit like give you extra benefit for going second that may help you help your game plan a little bit um and then also kind of end like the second first turn marnie yeah that always gets played right now yeah there was cards like like Volcanion where you would like if you're playing fire that would might be better for you to go second just because of that and we have Cresselia, which helps but it's not something you're really leaning on with if you're playing shadow rider or something like that because it's just not that necessary like you can't yeah. do like a 300 damage hit turn two like you could with Reshazard. yeah <laughs> i mean yeah you're, you're right uh there there are a couple Pokemon out there that kind of 
it will help or at least kind of mitigate the advantage of, you know, going turn one. Um, but all in all, I still think uh, it feels a little too good to go first um, for most yeah. for most games. All right. I think I think we got a little too far off the tangent on, on that one because <laughs> we didn't even do the initial question yet. So, no, we did not. Yeah, let's let's start. Hey, Chuck, you start that. Well, you started off. So, so we have our standard set of four that we got to do since you're a first time guest. And we open it up with what is your favorite starter pokemon so any any generation but of the three starters that you would get in a game uh it's probably just based on what they evolve into i'd have to sit pick cyndaquil because typhlosion is one of my favorite pokemon okay. ever i don't know i mean that you're i wouldn't say he's like the coolest pokemon ever but that's uh, that whole evo line is one of my favorite no. That's a pretty good line. I think uh, that's Colton's favorite as well. I've yeah. we've had a couple others, um, you know, pick picks and Cyndaquil or that that line. So solid, yeah. solid for sure. Yeah, and it's usually for the whole line too that they pick that. So I mean, yeah, Cyndaquil is a pretty cool line. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, what is your favorite Pokemon, just in general? I've actually thought about this a lot because I know you guys asked this question, and I, I just always I feel like it's kind of a. A lot of people that are my age, like I grew up with Gen 1 and everything. I like Gengar a lot. He's just one of the coolest Pokemon, and he's obviously in a lot of the merchandise and stuff, so they know. Oh, for sure. And I, I kind of, without actually knowing this ahead of time, I kind of did, because uh, <laughs> you're, the playmat that you've yeah. been using since I've known you has been a, a Gengar sitting there in a the rain with, what was it, with red with an umbrella. So <laughs> yeah, pretty it's a, sick, Matt. My neighbor Totoro, like... image mashup but yeah i love ghost pokemon and he's always been the my favorite one so that's my guy i i was i knowing you i i was banking on that was going to be the answer to that question for sure sure. (laughs) okay i I have a big like I have a Christmas sweater that's like all Gengar too. I wear that every oh, now. Oh man, I can't wait to see. It's almost that time of year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go. Um, side question, uh, tangent though, because we did just talk about rotation. What are your feelings on Gengar Mimikyu rotating GX? Um, since you're <laughs> such a Gengar fan. Yeah, I mean that was a great card. I was playing that thing like almost mm-hmm. as long as it's been out. I was. It was awesome that I got some final play in shadow rider and that made that deck so freaking strong <laughs> but i used to play that with uh mute mewtwo a lot when that first came out and sad to see it go but it'll always be a great card yeah special place in my heart as well i love that card <laughs> so i we... hate it too but it, i loved it because <laughs> it, it helped me a lot i'm mad because i had the old art of that card and i traded it away oh and man. i just like wish i hadn't but I could always buy one, I guess, if I wanted yeah. it. I think we've all had those moments where we've traded a card away, trying to get some kind of card for a meta deck. And then, I didn't you know... even, like, it didn't really hit me that they had all our cards, like, back in Cosmic Eclipse. Like, I have a couple of them, and I was just like, oh, yeah. They, and they're, some of them are worth money. Like, I have the Sableye, Tyranitar, and mm-hmm. the ADP. So, they've been, that's been going on for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they have some really nice alt arts, especially yeah. from cosmic clips. Yeah. A couple there. But Jake, look back real quick. I'm going to look forward. Are you, are you, <laughs> are you excited for Gengar VMAX? Uh, if we get him. <laughs> I don't even know if I've we, seen we, what it does. I believe he's supposed to be in fusion strike. 
Well, he was supposed to be in the last set because the Japanese set came with him uh, that, you know, lined up. So that was one of the cards that was cut from the oh, shoot. Set. I do. Yeah, I remember this because the old art's crazy. I yeah, he's like that he, his big long tongue that looked kind of like a, his like his mouth was almost like a door. <laughs> yeah, it's his. Yeah, I don't remember what his moves do. But yeah, I mean, if he comes back and he's good, he's yeah. single strike. So. All right. Next question. Uh, we are on. What is your favorite card in the TCG? And this could be for any reason, uh, art, uh, mm. it, it won you a tournament, whatever, and it doesn't have to be standard. It can be whatever. Uh, if it's, yeah, it's still like, if it's any card, I was just talking to my buddy yesterday about, I love the, um, speaking of old arts, I love the old art of Mewtwo and Mew GX. It's like one of my favorite arts that they have. Is that that's is that the promo art or the yeah it was like the one that came in tin where Mewtwo sitting there and Mew's like laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, that one's a nice one. I like it. <laughs> I've I don't I like saw that I seen like people making artwork of that online before I even like saw the card and I I bought it like as soon as I could. Yeah. I wish okay, so... they would put more cool stuff like that in tins. Oh yeah. Uh, well, talking about tins, that Jolteon tin, the Jolteon V. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, that's like the only way you could get it, but uh, at the current current moment. Um, right. But going back to Mewtwo Mew, um, you didn't pick that for your favorite. So obviously, it's not a starter, but for your favorite Pokemon. Um, so mm. was there any specific reason you picked that other than looks, or is it just? I mean, it was obviously a very good card. I mean, that deck was meta defining the whole time it was around. Mm-hmm. and i played it a lot so yeah i mean i love what it does but i specifically that artwork is what draws me to that is calling it my favorite card yeah there we go i can't fault you that that was such a fun card and so many different deck combinations too yeah all right so i get the fun one the controversial one what in your opinion <laughs> Um, is the worst card for the game uh, or at any point since you've been playing um, <laughs> for any reason? Um, the floor is yours on this one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, I was trying to think like right now, there isn't too many cards that I find like offensive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, back whenever before the last rotation i wouldn't really say that it was like a unhealthy card but i really hated uh tabu coco prism star okay because it was just so like strong for that deck for like playing pika rom now are we basing this before or after uh thunder mountain <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean this would obviously be before because i kind of died out i guess but i mean i was ju- i just played against Picarom so many times and it's just like all right they're not doing too much and then up tapu coco now they have everything they need and they beat me yeah for sure <laughs> it always know. felt as a Picarom player <laughs> it always felt, felt bad. bad for yeah. prizing it but you're like as an opponent you just laugh and chuckle like you deserve that <laughs> yeah but there's not too many cards that i really have hated so i don't know that, that's, i think that's we're a- in a good yeah, I, I agree, and but that's a fair uh, a fair pick uh, for the reasons you stated. Um, <laughs> so you can't can't fault you there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. There's not really any like toxic decks out there, or, like anything right now. I don't know. 
going, going for the little support Pokemon <laughs> you never get to knock out in the deck because it's always put in the loss zone. So <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. You can't exact revenge on it for being yeah. in the deck. <laughs> a lot of people, we talked about this when I was on for the round the board, but like with Marnie, like I get why people don't like it, but I don't know. It just never really bothers me, like because I like using it as well. So yeah, for sure. No, I mean it. it it tends to hurt uh, you just as much as it hurts your opponent. Right. So it's really kind of just crapshoot. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to move into trivia. Nice. Let's do and it. I do have one trivia. Well, I have a couple of different questions I could use, but I have one that I picked out because, okay, because Des is our guest and because <laughs> I knew he was going to pick Gengar as his favorite. <laughs> So the answer is Gengar. This this is a a a Gengar uh, themed trivia. All right. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Do you? uh, Gengar was not. It's a. Was almost not its name. Do you happen to know what it was going to be named before Gengar? (laughs) My gosh. No, I have no idea. Wait, can you give us multiple choice? You need to know it. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen some of these like old naming type stuff, but nothing is jumping to my mind about him specifically. Uh, no, I don't have multiple choice. I'd have to make up two answers and make those <laughs> bad. Um, I have no idea. Let's it, just... it, it, it is not. It's not as good as Gengar. Let's just, can can yeah. you give us the first letter? It's uh, P. Like Poltergeist something, maybe? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, something I swear I've on. seen a video where they talked about this, but yeah, I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, All I right. don't know. Poltergeist is the first it thing was, that came to mind. Was, but... He was almost named Phantom. Just Phantom? Just Phantom. <laughs> I think Gengar's so much better. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Um, and Gengar, I, I was reading, I was trying to find cool Gengar trivia because I figured uh, it, would, it would be good. <laughs> Glad you but, guessed right. Uh, it's like Gengar is so much better. It has like uh, different origins from being like doppelganger and stuff like that is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Chuck, before we go into the random card matchup, we've been do or the madness, we've been doing uh, the current set. Do you want to go and just pick a random set between... Uh, sort like any of the sort of shields so it's kind of completely random all across the board sure all right so how many sets we have we have sword and shield rebel clash we got one two three four five six seven do we want to include shining fates and champion oh yeah yeah um let's do it so then that puts it what nine nine yeah all right um the fourth set in so that would be Uh, sword and shield that's vivid voltage right unless unless champion's path came before champion's path come before in between darkness and and vivid all right we'll do we'll do vivid voltage because i don't want to look at yeah let's just do vivid voltage (laughs) we're gonna do a random vivid voltage card all right let me get the vivid voltage set list and i have my ptcgo up this time so i can get to see what we got here 185 cards Uh, and by the way, it is Champion's Path. One, two, three, four. Actually, no. 
Yeah, yeah, it is one, two, three, four would be champions path, but we're going to go vivid voltage. <laughs> All right, we're going to do vivid voltage. I randomly drew the number 81. So card number eight card from 81 from the set is <laughs> it is I did not rig this. It was random. Al creamy, but the <laughs> single prize Al creamy. Single prize out creamy. Uh, uh, so this is the one that has the ability sharing sweets when you play this Pokemon from your hand. To evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may have each player draw a card. And then it has an attack worth three energy, one one of them being psychic for 60 damage, wonder shine, uh, and then your opponent's active Pokemon is confused. Um yeah, uh I'm just gonna start and say this isn't this is if you're unless you're me put it in your bulk bin I, I don't think you'll ever find a use for that in a deck yeah being the single prize i i'm not loving this card the ability is not really that strong the attack is completely um useless now it does confuse yep. but there's still a lot of switching effects so i'm gonna say put it in your binder what do you think des i would say Put it in your bulk because i don't ever get into a stage oh, this is a stage one okay i mean that's not as bad but yeah i mean even in like a pre-release format or something this isn't going to get you very far the drawing is mm -hmm. nice but you're helping your opponent out too so this is just one of those cards that you just skip over yeah. Yep. So since we answered that so quick, let's go into Champions Path since that's I, actually the true I was, number four. I was gonna, you, you read my mind. I already loaded up Champions Path set list. So we're going to do the actual I have a, set. I have a feeling that we're going to have the same result because there wasn't a lot good in this set. But we're going to generate a new number and we're going to look at card number 26 from Champions Path, which we almost drew out creamy, but we got Machamp. Oh, of course it's a Machamp. Machamp. Uh, 170 HP fighting Pokemon. He's a stage two. Uh, he's got the attack for one fighting, one colorless, Macho Revenge. This attack does 20 damage for each fighting Pokemon in your discard pile uh, 20 times. And then it has Dynamite Punch, uh, fighting, fighting colorless. Uh, it's 200 damage, and this Pokemon also does 50 damage to itself. Guys, I'll let you start. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of damage just off the bat. So it could definitely take out a lot of Pokemon if you're playing like non rule box stuff uh, in your discard pile. That can add up pretty quickly, too. It's, I think it's that's a stage two that hurts a little bit. But I mean, if you got a hollow one of these, you could throw that in your binder. Yeah, I think it's more binder fodder, bulk fodder, whatever you want to call it. Um, the problem is, what's really accelerating this? What you have the, what colossal potentially the, with a fire and a fighting. Um, but if that engine would have worked, I think at this point, we would have seen this card do something um, when that was more of, you know, the popular, um, you know, testing grounds to start. I think people have tried to make this work, but um, Champions Mapath or whatever, Champions Mudchamp or whatever you wanted to call it, or that set was called, I think he's a, a hard pass for me. 
Yeah, I don't I don't see this working. The attack could be cool and it could be a cool archetype trying to get fighting Pokemon into the discard. But um trying to do that at a rate that you need um well you need 10 in the discard to be able to do just your just enough damage as your other attack. So you need over 10 in the discard just to be able to do more damage than the other attack you already have on your card. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think it's worth, like, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, as they no, would say. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, stage twos are just too much effort, and this is not enough reward for what you're getting out of it. Yeah, I, I would agree. So we did two. We got two binder fodders. <laughs> two binder fodders. Two cards to add to your bulk bin, uh, and then do whatever you want one day we will pull a card that's not like a completely <laughs> obvious meta card um that we will say hey you know this might work and then it, and it will make it work then, one thing i do like randomly generate a number that gives us a card that's worth discussing like an yeah. actual discussion. i was gonna say i like looking through my bind even if they're like not good cards i like checking out the artwork and i think this machamp's got pretty cool art for sure yeah. He does have some pretty cool art. And I usually, we usually go through the line and I, I don't see any use for any of the Machokes or my, or my chops either. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Um, He's no first They need edition. a Gigantamax Machamp. He's got that Dynamax form in the game. It'd be awesome. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't pulled that out yet. Hey, one day. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of time still, I think. Yeah. All right. Um, I think now it's time to move into our Whimsy Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to The Whimsy Watch. This is R for Gaming, but you can call me Ryan. I wanted to keep this week's intro short and sweet. So without further ado, the decks that made it into the top eight the most. Number five, Suicune Ludicolo. Suicune Ludicolo has been a top contender in this meta, but this week it got 10 instances in the top eight. Tying for number five, we have Leafeon and Teleon. Leafeon and Teleon ties with Suicune Ludicolo in the top 8 with 10 instances. Remember folks, consistency is key, and this deck has it. Number 3, Jolteon and Teleon. Jolteon and Teleon with 14 instances in the top 8 solidifies the consistency of this deck. Number 2, we have Umbreon Urshifu. Umbreon Urshifu shows up with 16 instances in the top 8. In recent weeks, Umbreon Urshifu is finding it difficult to take that top spot from Dragapult Inteleon. Number 1. Dragapult Inteleon. Dragapult Inteleon is in the hot seat for two weeks in a row with 19 instances in the top 8. And that's it for our top 8. Let us know on Twitter at WatchWhimsy what your opinion is of the new V Union cards. That, th- that is, if you can get your hands on them. 50 packs for one corner. My gosh. Onto the decks that took home the gold this week. Umbreon Urshifu won four tournaments this week. Those being the Yosefi Thursday Madness Season 3, Number 3. The Sableye Series Number 1. The GG Tour Chill TCG Showdown Number 5. And last but not least, the Ice Tray Number 5. Not to be outdone by the bear himself, Dragapult Inteleon comes in winning four tournaments this week. Those being the Late Night Series number 7, the Chill Series number 48, the Sunday Open, and the Sunday Weekly number 5. Those are some heavy hitters. Great job, Dragapult Inteleon. 
Other winners for this week were Jolteon and Teleon winning two tournaments, Ice Rider and Teleon winning two tournaments, Sylveon winning one tournament, Suicune and Teleon winning one tournament, and Suicune Ludicolo winning one tournament. And that does it for this week's Whimsy Watch. Be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5 p.m. for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And we are back and we are ready to move into the news. There's news this week? There is uh, not a whole lot of news. And the only reason I want to bring up news is purely selfish. They released a couple more card cards that will be in celebrations. Uh, they We already knew that uh, Lunala was going to get a celebrations card. But they now gave us the Cosmum and the Cosmog uh, card arts as well. And the only reason I'm bringing them up is because Lily is in all three card arts and I want all of them. Because <laughs> if it's not Marnie, Lily is my second favorite. So, uh, Poor Lily being second, uh, playing second fiddle to, well, to there's Marnie. <laughs> no, I mean, I can actually use Marnie at the time and uh, Lily is not doesn't have a legal card at the moment i was playing lily's full force in a deck you were you were trying that, uh, i was trying and i can't afford the full art version of that so <laughs> no, true uh, uh des you have anything to add to add to this no i didn't really see the new cards i haven't been like paying too close attention to the collection stuff because i feel like i'm just not going to be able to get most of it but yeah i mean yeah. i like grabbing promos when i can grab them but yeah i haven't Oh, yeah, that, on whole, top that whole thing with celebrations that is coming next month um is going to be a real i'm waiting to see how how it comes mm-hmm. i think it's just going to be luck of the draw if you happen to find some somewhere yeah i i'm uh, not really going to go hard for it i'm probably going to uh, attempt to get the dragapult set um the, the promo um just because you know me and i love dragapult but as far mm-hmm. as cards in there other than like that full art professor's oak um that's professor's research I, i'm not like super excited about it yeah and and i really want to see the full set list too because once they actually like i don't know release it um because there's i mean not all the cards are going to be legal to use yeah that's exactly uh, why i'm not really excited so, about it um, what is does this like dark sylveon does it have different mo- yeah it's like completely different card huh yeah the dark sylveon v yeah. that's a pro- that's going to be a promo along with yeah. lance's charizard in a tin but those two are going to be actually playable. Basically, anything that I think has new mechanics that are current in the game are playable. And yeah. anything that doesn't have uh, like the level 10s or the, the gold stars or uh, any of those mechanics that, are, that have since done rotated or not in the game anymore are basically not legal. So it's really like a crapshoot whether you get a card that's actually going to be useful to play with or, or anything like that too. So... Mm-hmm um on top of just probably being hard to find because everyone's gonna want the base set reprint like new redos they have in there i want reprints i guess right all right that's enough for news not that there was really news just me to talk time for me to talk about lily Uh, (laughs) that's fine that's fine the, the meat let's talk the meat let's talk pokemon with des all right so v unions uh officially as of what was it friday uh are are now out in the wild 
Um, so we've got the Zacian, the Mewtwo, and the Greninja uh, V unions. Uh, they are out. I I was lucky enough to pick up the Greninja. So they're um, out in stores. They're out in stores. I had luck no finding them. Um, Jeez. <laughs> if you can, but uh, you can also you know get them on any online store too for the code cards at least to you know start playing them. Um, but have any of you guys got to start testing any of these guys or or seen them out on PTCGO yet? I have not. I didn't realize they were out, but I've been playing the past couple of days and I haven't. I'm, okay. So, I was so curious it's how hard they were for gonna, people to find them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious how they had, they were gonna work on PTCGO. Like <laughs> just seems so, like yeah, for PTCGO, it's actually kind of cool animation. Once you click on the deck, um, you get all four pieces. It does a little quick animation. It combines them into one card, and it is just like a regular size card on PTCGO <laughs> onto your bench or active. So it's not like a big giant card. Yeah, well, that's uh, cool. So it's not clunking up. Once PTCG Live comes out, yeah, maybe that changes. Maybe it doesn't. Well, time to you know, time will tell. Um, but 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 going into it beforehand when these were announced were any of these popping out to you des as something that you definitely wanted to give it a go i mean i'm gonna just right on the face of this mechanic i was like against it like i talk crap on it and comments mm -hmm. and stuff like i just think the whole laying down these four cards is ugly i for your, your board like i like yeah. the artwork is cool but like just the physical act of it just gave me a negative reaction. I just think it looks goofy, and but I think obviously some of them are going to be good. I'm going to personally try to not play them just like out of my own <laughs> stubbornness, but I might get forced into it depending on how things shake out, but I guess we'll see how uh, that so goes. For the good news right now, I don't think they're going to be like super, super prevalent because yeah. Uh, I have been doing a little bit of testing with the Greninja um, and we'll kind of talk about, you know, what goes into that, but they do seem a little bit clunky to get out um, in general. I mean, there are games where you get it out your second turn um, if everything goes well, um, but they all kind of like fit their roles. So Yuxation is more of that uh, Pokemon that will one shot anything. Basically you got Greninja that is basically doing a hundred damage to everything. So um, if you do it fast enough, you can kind of snipe the whole bench. And then Mewtwo is more of that tanking Pokemon that it's just hard to knock out. Um, that's kind of their roles. Um, but Chuck, have you been able to play against any of these? And have you, or what are your first impressions? I, I have not seen any. I have been playing the ladder a little bit the last few days, and I haven't seen one come across yet. Mm -hmm. um, I still hopefully have to find one in the store. I'm looking to find a Zacian. Um, yeah. I, uh, I think that I have an idea for slotting that into a deck that will actually, I mean, hopefully come in and do his Master Blade attack yeah. for 340 damage and kill whatever I want it to kill. Um, but um, we will, I, I haven't got my hands on one yet. I did see a bunch of people, I mean, on Twitter and, and things like that, they're finding them. So, yeah, um, that's the one I'm looking to do. Um, I think it's your I'm not, I don't want to say it's just the one I, I I'm gravitating towards uh, being able to come in and swing for a massive one hit. Oh, for sure. I, I, I definitely yeah, that's crazy. 
I definitely want to try out Zacian V Union. Um, I was not able to get one of those yet. Uh, I definitely want to. It, it does. It does seem with you know the saucers that this that yeah. he is probably the one that's um, maybe more consistent to get up and running once you get them on the bench because typically you want to use them as soon as you um, you you put them on your bench to get going. Um, I'll kind of talk a little bit about. Greninja, because I've probably got about 10 games in with testing so far. Um, I, I originally tried it, you know, with the Inteleon, uh, the Shady Dealings, because, uh, you know, everything runs that right now uh, with the Shady Dealings. Uh, didn't seem quite to be the great, the greatest match. I think the kind of refreshing thing for any of these uh, is probably because they're going to use a different search engine with the Chinchinos, because Chinchino likes to discard um, so it kind of is a better match, in my opinion, that way um, to get them up and running into your discard pile and, you know, um, to do what you need to do. Greninja seems pretty fun. I've been kind of trying to run him in a Suicune, but he does kind of feel like a win more card currently. Um, I did have one game where I completely sniped the bench and there were a bunch of um, single prizers and basically won the game right there. I didn't it didn't you know win me the game necessarily right on the turn but they conceded because there was no win condition um for them generally i think they're a little too clunky now but there are cards in the future that we will see that will help them um maybe do better with with was it a uh what's the ball i'm thinking of um ultra ball, ultra ball. yeah there's do, a couple um, others do these boxes come with that trainer card that's yes the the um i forget the name of the trainer currently burnett, burnett yes burnett. Uh, so it comes with one um one copy of uh professor burnett and actually i'm glad that you brought that up because in the games again limited testing um you know with work and everything uh this week but i haven't yet used burnett in a situation um i think Using your supporter to do that is kind of uh, feels bad. I think it's a little bit easier with Chinchino to do that. Um, and then plus, if you're missing one, you're missing one. So you don't really want to use a supporter um, just to take them out. How how often of the, the games you played, how often did you get Greninja out? Um, okay, so in, again, I think it's about 10 uh, that I played. And I would say I got Greninja out probably in half those games. Um, and in the in half of those, I would say probably at least uh, at least two of those games of, of the five, we're just going to call it around there at this point. It was way too late or it wasn't in a position where I could like get them out to be effective right away. Um, so then my opponent either played around it uh, and then took win one way or another. Um, but in the other three, I got him out. So I guess three out of ten, I got him out where he got to use his attacks um and was serviceable didn't necessarily win me the game because obviously he's not one-shotting anything he does have the ability to two-shot anything in the game with that uh waterfall bind with uh 180 um and then they can't retreat next turn um but i think the biggest attack that or the, the attack that you really really want to use is that twister shuriken doing 100 damage to everything on the bench which um in one of the games i did have the telescopic sight on there and then was able to um do a lot of work <laughs> on you know their v's so that was a very fun uh game not necessarily super effective yet but it, it was a fun mechanic i guess yeah 
But I'm uh, curious about like if these start seeing more play. Do you think people are just can are going to start throwing in a copy of Spirit Tomb to deal with it, like they were with uh, Mad Party? Um, or do you think that's just not really worth it? Um, so Spirit Tomb, what takes everything out of the bench again and then puts them in your it, hands? It takes any. I, I can't remember. I think it's every Pokemon in your discard, yeah, it, it and does, you okay. throw back so, into the deck. For one colorless, it does an attack. It does thirty times the amount of Pokemon in your opponent's. I, I don't quote so the I, numbers. It does damage equal to the amount of Pokemon in your opponent's this, discard pile, yeah, and then yeah. shuffles them back uh, into their decks. Okay. So yeah. I think it might, it might be a fair play, um, especially currently if you see them. Um, but I think with some of those other consistency cards, and so maybe Chinchino, typically yeah. you're seeing t- it'd be two turns. It'd be uh, too once fast. You get that, yeah, yeah. The, it might be too fast for uh, you know the juice worth the squeeze kind of a thing yeah. like we were talking about. Um, yeah. But that might be a tech against it for sure. Um, I, I guess just because you can only really play one copy. So yeah, I mean, it's like, I feel like spending a whole turn to do an attack isn't really going to help you out the- slow them down yeah yeah i don't think they're i don't think any of these are meta defining in the sense where like adp was his own archetype Mm -hmm. um or or, you know any of these like shadow rider calyrax or even dragapults or any of these decks currently are their own archetype with whatever pokemon i think it's more as of now they're all kind of complementary pieces um to go you know to go along whatever deck that they're playing i think right now with with the way decks are constructed, I think Zacian makes the most sense of being the best as far as um, like a complementary piece. Uh, like I said, with Greninja, I feel like it's more of a, a win more because I feel currently at least he's better with Suicune. I've tried with, you know, the Inteleons, even with Waylord, just kind of to see. Um, and I don't feel like he's as good of a complementary piece to those right now. Mewtwo, I think that the... the Psychic decks on their own right now are are good without them. Yeah. Um, so not. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what you would play it with, but I I could see it if you're using Inteleons with him, like with his size explosion, and then just one quick shooting, you're taking out a Crobat. So like, if there was some other Pokemon around this Mewtwo, mm-hmm. I, I can see it being good, but I just don't know exactly what you would be using. Maybe yeah. you'd like. Obviously, like Cresselia and stuff like that are tech, but you're going to need someone maybe just out creamy out because then you can use. The, yeah, uh, the dormant. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, energy acceleration uh, and with maybe Shadow Rider Calyrex kind of, you know, doing the underworld door to them. Um, but at that point, it's more of like a win more card, I think, still. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're not going to be sitting there waiting to try to attack with this Mewtwo. Yeah, it really. I think it really depends on how prevalent and how well, con- how consistent they can be at getting all. I mean, getting set up quickly with mm-hmm. these guys and being able to attack. Yeah, um, because uh, basically, if it if it's going to sit on the bench to chart and need to charge up, then you just play around it like a Vmax. Exactly. And it really, I think your 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 game plan is just stick to getting the year six prize cards as quickly as possible. Because it's really hard. I was trying to sit here and think, like, I mean, they both kind of have, all of them have, like, that game-changing attack because that you can kind of play around depending. But, like, 
Yeah, well, Greninja is a um, probably you need to have him out there twice to, you know, two shot, um, you know, the bench or the active. Um, I think with Mewtwo, I mean, you're doing what, 300 damage on his attack and then you kind of tank. But uh, again, you can probably do that without Creamy, uh, Shadow Rider um, already. And Zacian's a one shot guy, but I, I mean, still being weak to fire, it might make some fire decks come back yeah. uh and, yeah, and the mean, good thing is the hp isn't like ridiculous so they're, it, it, they're knocking killable. them out yeah yeah they're, they're they're killable they're knocking them out is just as hard as knocking out a regular v-max yeah it's just it's just really how can your deck handle them actually when they hit the table because like mm-hmm. i assume that uh i mean with when zation hits the table if you're playing v-maxes you can just probably kiss one goodbye yeah uh, and it's how how bad is that gonna affect you with Greninja, if you have an event, like if you have a wide bench and you're not gonna be able to knock out Greninja quickly, like mm-hmm. you can probably kiss the game goodbye. It just it depends on where you get to set up before that union, the union actually hits the table. Yeah, I could see you just playing like a bunch of Zamazentas and then there's a V Union Zashian, like just yeah, like trying stall to... the heck out of everybody. Yep. And then yeah. one and... shot them. And I feel like at least with the Greninja again, with the testing, the Suicune is pretty good, especially with the Cape um, to be kind of doing that where you're buying time and still kind mm-hmm. of putting pressure on them offensively. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they're two shotting you with that prize trade off. So, so say they do kill two uh, V's, you can get that, that uh, big bulky V union out there and maybe buy an extra turn. Um, so making them have to take like seven prizes um, feels kind of good. Did you uh, use Greninja's feel the way at all ability? Like, I've never seen a card where you can just straight up look at their hand. Like, Oh, yeah, that is nice. <laughs> We're actually, right before we started recording this, I was playing against a, what was it? It was a Rayquaza deck, and it was mm. it was very kind of like a the long, drawn-out game. We were both kind of going through our decks because I had no, like, path or peak or anything like that. And I had it to a position where if I got one more turn, I could, you know, uh, boss the active back to the bench and then like take six prizes in one turn uh, and i used it to check the deck to see you know hey does he have that boss and then un- unfortunately i looked and i saw that he had game but i had no other choice yeah uh, so i was like okay at that point you just win um but i <laughs> i do think that greninja with that um you know if if say i you know didn't play anything before that having a marnie um knowing for a fact hey they have yeah. game in hand and then potentially Marnie. Well, Marnie's the only card right now that like disrupts your your opponent's hand. Yeah. Um, so that combos really well with Marnie. Unfortunately, I had to thin my deck um, beforehand, but yeah, for sure. I think that I think that's why I like I kind of lean towards Greninja first because he does have the ability to um, disrupt and having that knowledge in your hand. So this whole time we haven't mentioned the Pikachu V Union. <laughs> that is true. I don't even remember what Pikachu V Union does. I remember it is a card. It's um, yeah, it's coming out in the collection. I'm looking at it like uh it doesn't have any abilities. It uh it can paralyze someone if you flip heads oh. 120 damage. Uh you can hit for 150 and they can't play items, so it's kind of like Bick of Old. Yeah. And then for Electro Ball, you or for two three energy you're hitting for 250 so i mean if you if you do you know stop them for, like if there's kind of a uh disruption like item disruption vika like you said uh he's he's 
more of a tanky Vikavolt, and then he can two-shot you with that second attack. It seems pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, it's definitely not bad, yeah. Again, so. I guess it's going to be what does it partner with and how mm-hmm. consistent can you get it out there. Um, yeah, with Flappies can be a thing, but again, I think all in all, I think the good thing is this will be more meta diverse with the kind of search engine now we talked about um, shady dealings being a big thing i just don't think that that's the right partner with any of these um for the psychic you have probably Mm -hmm. underworld door and for the rest of it i feel that uh chinchino might be better yeah yeah i agree with that yeah that's definitely a good engine for sure for this yeah yeah i I just feel like all of them though you're going to need to find find something to pair with them on oh, the yeah. sheer fact that you can't rely on it being the only thing to attack every every game yeah uh before we move on from v unions let's kind of just get a, a rank uh, what we feel that is worst to first i guess and we can include pikachu in this <laughs> yeah uh actually so I'm going to put Mewtwo as the worst. I was thinking the same. I think it was between Pikachu and, and Mewtwo, but I, I tend to agree because I think Psychic, yeah. like I said earlier, is probably yeah. just in a better spot than the, Without, other, yeah. the other types. I think the Pikachu Lightning has some engine, some tech around it with um, Flaffy and stuff. So I think that mm-hmm. beats out Mewtwo just because of that. Yeah. What say you, Chuck? Um, I'm gonna say that Pikachu is the worst. I like I, mean, it's I like Mewtwo. Um, I like Mewtwo a little bit more. Um, than than Pikachu. I, I think he's got. I don't Mewtwo's... know. Pikachu, uh, Pikachu has like tech attacks, and like I I feel like the three that weren't kind of like I don't know a celebration card came in with like there's game changing effects and like the 16 damage counters any way you like is can be super game changing depending on how you play it the 300 damage isn't anything to shake at stick at yeah. either i think um, if mewtwo super regeneration also did damage while healing it would bump it up yeah yeah uh it's I don't, really- I just, that's another one i just don't see you using it i just feel like this you're either coming in with a big hit that's yeah. gonna take a KO, or you're coming in and you're dropping damage counters wherever you want to take a couple KOs. That, yeah. Um, that's just why I like Pikachu better because all three of its moves are doing damage at the very least. Yeah. And like I feel like that healing one on Mewtwo is just kind well, of wasted. So three ten is a pretty bulky. Um, and depending on the matchup, if if you're playing something that two shots you, you can buy turns, so you can even make it into like an infinite loop where they can never kill you. Um, and then it's just like you deck them out first, possibly. Giving me Draca, Draca's old flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. I played against that online. I was like, what is happening? Oh, I know that. Uh, He's just oh, healing man. himself. <laughs> I, I know our, uh, Ryan, our local uh, R4 Gaming, our, our you know whimsy watch guy for now, is in love with the deck idea. And I actually played oh. against it too, uh, like especially with Dragapulse. Like, oh, I just can't do anything. They just get they all those healing options. It's so annoying to play against. I have, I was playing Sylveon against it and I both of my Urshifus were prized, so I couldn't hit it for weakness. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't beat it. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, I like the V because it won me our last pre-release because his mm. first attack, you can't attach basic energy. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. ended up decking out uh, my opponent because he couldn't retreat uh, into his... <laughs> 
into his Rayquaza V that could have just easily won the game for him. <laughs> um, All right, so yeah, so we've but, got kind of a combination between Pikachu and Mewtwo for the bottom two. Um, so let's go into the top two. Who, I guess, what is the top in your opinion? And we'll start with Dez. I'm going to give it to Zacian mm-hmm. because the I think the metal saucers make it very usable. Um, I tend to agree with you. I think Zacian's probably better. Um, and it is the metal saucers, but it's that one shot ability. You can just yeah, take everything out. That's uh, just very seems, strong. And so, like with Greninja, it seems the more situational where your your opponent needs to have a bunch of benched Pokemon for yeah. it to be um, there. As far as energy acceleration, um, Melanie's not doing it enough um, for me. Um, I guess you can s- still try to you know hit the active with some of these other attacks, but most of his attacks are are three water energy. Um, and I, so I feel that the, the most amount of success I've had is you need Frostmoth in there um, yep. to accelerate energy. And then that's just an additional engine um, that keep going on. So that's actually three evolution lines if you want to consider uh, the V-Union um, evolution. So I would tend to agree with you and put Zacian number one. Yeah, he's got that can't retreat after being hit. And that's unfortunately never been like a very good effect you know there's too much switching out and yeah i mean i would say that the people are playing less switch in general nowadays true, but i yep. still don't think it's quite good enough currently uh things can always change yeah let's say uh, you chuck uh, i'm gonna go uh, i'm gonna say they're both <laughs> taught i i really think they're both they're taught like i think zashian's 1a and mm-hmm. I think Greninja's 1B because mm-hmm. Zashian's got one purpose. The, I mean, he really yep. only has one purpose. Come out and hit for 340. And because of, the, because of the support they have with either either A, Bronzong, or Saucer Bulls, that's actually doable. To yeah. just, oh, I have a V-Union. Here's four energy. Switch. 340 damage. But uh, he's also not going to do that again because he has to discard three energy from that Pokemon. So it's literally just like, I'm going to go win the game with Zashin right now. Question yeah. about Zashin. I, I, I'm looking at this web, Serebii, and does Dance of the Crown Sword hit for 150? Yes. Because in Serebii, they don't, they don't have the damage on here for Serebii on the... But yeah, I see that in the picture. So I think that definitely makes even that move a lot better. Yeah. And preventing 150 will keep it alive longer, but I just don't think. I mean, when you're, if you're going to get three energy on it, I, I you might have I think, think you it be able just, to get four. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I guess it's just like if you're stuck without one more, or um, you don't want to discard them all that turn, you know. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's going to come in. It's going to come in and do. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's going to come in and it's going to do its attack. Yeah, but I put Greninja at one B. It, it it it's more flexible in what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, depending on the situation, it might have a different option for you to do things. Uh, feel the I, I genuinely like feel the way. Even just kidding, if it was just on a card, I probably would play it just to be able to see things ahead of time to game plan a little better. Yeah. Um. And yes, you can't necessarily one-shot anything, but Twister, 100 damage to the bench. Everything on the bench. 
And unlike Jolteon, it doesn't have to have damage on it. You're just yeah. straight doing damage to the bench. So it's 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 definitely there. Um, before we move on from V unions, though, I do want to just say, uh, as a design, let's just call it Greninja's uh, right knee. What, what were they thinking? Like, why why have that specifically on a card um, where you're looking just for yeah, just I mean, for his right knee? Like, like they they could have put it like it's a very uh... cropped in the middle between the <laughs> yeah. bottom left and right or something. <laughs> Yeah, Max Mofo, I know one of his things made a really funny joke about it that I won't repeat, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. kid-friendly, but, but the right knee uh, card, kind of a mistake, I think. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I didn't realize is that these are all promos. I thought they were going to yeah. be in a set, and they're not. Thank, gosh. So, yeah. thank you that no. we didn't have to pull them yeah. all it's, specifically. That would have been a nightmare, yeah. Because yeah, at least they, this way, you can buy them. Like People yeah. will have them to sell. Yeah, I don't think you... I don't think you can put these in a set because there would be no more. Like I would, well, I they would be were furious if I like pulled. I think they were in the set in Japan. Though, I feel like I'm not sure. I because I, I saw I was watching have... Tim open Japanese packs and I swear it came out of a pack, but I could be wrong. No, it's possible. Yeah. Maybe they I learned mean, a lesson I, from that. I don't, I don't know. know. Just like looking at back at break cards, I could be so pissed at, at pulling one of the same breaks over <laughs> and over again. And you're like, oh, I just yeah, want the other. Well, at least with That's... breaks, it was two cards and not four. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, then you you're can't talking use more than one. Like, so many, yeah. If you had a duplicate, uh, it'd just be a waste. Mm-hmm. Right knees? Do I need for Greninja before I can get the <laughs> start, yeah, hand, start sending you know? just a bunch of right knees to uh, to PSA? <laughs> So the whole collection of graded knees. <laughs> um, let's let's right. move on. I think let's transition to our our our, our next big news at the uh, yeah. At so hand. it's not necessarily big news um, as of this week. I mean, it's still big news, but it's not new news. Uh, um, PTCGL uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live. Um, we've had kind of a week to sit on this um, and kind of. Um, maybe have some hot takes and opinions. We don't necessarily have to read everything again, um, but what are your guys' uh, – we'll start with Des because we didn't get to get his his thoughts on it. What are your thoughts on PTCG Live and, and any concerns or anything you want to bring up? Uh, I'm really excited about it in general. I've been uh, hoping they updated the client in some way for a long time, so I'm excited. I think it looks really nice for the most part. All the animations look cool. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I know they are adding like rank the fight or like rankings yes. and stuff. So I think that's just it's really going to make it a lot more. It's going to give me personally more reason to be playing. I agree. Um, as much as I still play a lot online, I think it will give me that much more reason to continue to play because I'm very competitive and having um, a competitive thing on the client um, is only a good thing in my eyes. Because um, and also it doesn't force you to play competitively you can still play your fun decks on those casual ladders too i think so. just the fact that it will hopefully pair you with people that are your around your level like i hate running into like someone that you could tell like it's just started the game or whatever and it's just yeah. kind of like a waste of a match so for sure and i'm sure they don't like getting paired up with people with crazy decks yeah so. well, i know when i first started playing i, I just i couldn't win a game like yeah, I, it was intimidating. I just like yeah. i was just kept jumping in against these meta decks and i was like i don't know what's going on yeah um but i know you had a hot take um and we really didn't talk about the avatars so you want to you want to talk <laughs> about that a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean i think they just look so freaking bad <laughs> like they're just 
very goofy looking and not that uh refined i guess like they don't look like pokemon characters i wish they would have just yeah used the same style from the games or whatever made it a little more fun like i don't know what kind of customization and stuff they're gonna have but if they made that better then yeah i would try to make my guy look cool you know yeah like the way it is now it's completely just like your 2d guy with some hat or something (laughs) but that's the funny part is they always get the pokemon to look the same in all their games like no matter the art design pokemon looks similar like pikachu looks like pikachu but your avatars the the people in pokemon always Mm -hmm. have different arts like they all look different i mean i think it looks like i'm looking at now they have like some customization stuff that's cool but it's just like i think the characters look they make it look cheaper the way they're designed and i don't need to see them like reacting on the side when you're like (laughs) get a not like that's just like dumb to me but whatever (laughs) i mean it's there it's not a big deal but if that's the biggest complaint though i think we're in a good spot yeah i'm assuming they're still not going to have chat and stuff because yeah they did they did say there is no in-game chat um even amongst friends um you can still play against friends um but there is no in-game chat feature Mm. Um, which I think necess- is not necessarily a bad thing, maybe yeah. against friends, but um, with, you know, having the online um, competitive scene the way it is now, um, and, you know, children are playing, they definitely want to keep it uh, friendly uh, for anybody. And whenever you open up chat, you do open up the risk of, um, you know, some bad eggs, you know, maybe giving a child a hard time when you don't want that to, to be the case oh yeah of course i probably would be saying some nasty things that sometimes <laughs> i get tilted yeah but i try try not to be that guy but you never sometimes it yeah. slips out but uh i also like um that they're making it for mobile so mm-hmm. i have an android phone that lets me install the game so i've been able to play it on my phone but it's definitely not (laughs) you can technically just do it if you have any android if you get the apk uh i didn't um, i didn't realize that yeah you just google pokemon tcgo apk and because on the android phone that's the whole thing like you can install like basically anything you want but uh my phone i guess qualifies as a bigger screen so i can just download it from the store Mm -hmm. and it works fine but if you didn't have a big phone it would suck and it seems like this version it's going to be easy to navigate and everything so hopefully yeah i'm excited about the the mobile version too just being able to play wherever and whenever yeah Yeah. that's the 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 this client looks like it's geared towards mobile friendly so that'll be see it'll it'll uh wait to see how it looks when you're still playing on a pc uh for all those guys that stream out there jake and and whatnot we'll see see. It'd be cool if they kind of like incorporated some type of technology from Pokemon Go or you could like see people around you that are playing the game and challenge them and stuff. <laughs> oh, that would yeah. be pretty sick too. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I, you brought that up. Let's let's go into the next question I had. Um, just like a quick wish list of something you want mm. the game to do. Uh, and we can each like maybe have one or two of these. Um, we'll start with Dez. Sorry for ch- uh, cutting you off. No, but. yeah, I didn't even... <laughs> Yeah, sorry, but yeah, I forgot we were the wish list thing. But yeah, I mean that would be a cool idea. But uh I guess the one thing I can always wish I had on the current client was be able to have different play mats. That's a pretty cool idea. Especially if play mat. 
if it was they could easily have that as things you can unlock or win as rewards for tournaments and i think that'd be a really cool way to show off some extra stuff that you had oh yeah especially with like play mats on top of having deck box and sleeves that you maybe only win on there right. pretty cool that's a pretty good one uh chuck how about yourself i don't i don't i don't know no wish list? be completely i don't I don't know what to wish for at the moment. Um, it, it seems to be, I mean, just the idea of it coming out on mobile is just the the biggest wish list I had. So yeah. that I can, and I feel like you're going to see the biggest boom because of that in people playing online Pokemon trading yeah. card game. Like they're not. So, yeah, no, I, that's, that's, you know, fair point. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, I think I have two wish list kind of things. And the first one is more probably practical. Um, we're just talking about the whole dusting system and, you know, no trades and being able to like convert things. I just hope they keep it at a reasonable, um, you know, cost at, yep. at, at very maximum four to one um, difference. I would hope it would be a little less than that just to be super user friendly for everybody. Um, content creators or anything um, aside from that, like um, somebody that's just getting into the game, hopefully they could um, easily get yeah. whatever meta deck or whatever deck they wanted off the bat pretty easily with the conversion rates. That's like the biggest thing like in game. But as far as things I might not um, think is going to happen, at least at first, um, we're, we're talking about the avatars and how you can customize them. Um, but back in the day, there was a game, NHL 2002 or 2003, I think, um, okay. where you had like fr franchise mode and you would have like your, um, your, your, the GM going through, you know, your season or whenever. Um, and you were in your office and uh, no matter how, or depending on how you did in there, you can get different kind of mm -hmm. things for your office. So like maybe not yeah. only just being able to customize your avatar, but let's just say it's a room or something like that. And oh, say yeah. you were like Zach Lesage and he won the player's cup too. And you get like a little trophy you can put into your game, like into your room that you can show that off. So like when somebody's looking at your profile, they can see that, or even if you didn't win it, like say you made you know day two on a big tournament like the players cup and any of them you can have some kind of like plaque that shows that like some kind of like trophy case um that would be kind of cool being able to show off like your whole history like des you kind of said like play mat um and yep. and deck box and that's showing off what you've basically kind of probably done semi recently let's say this game is oh five years old or whatever at this point yep. um you can kind of show off what you've done in the past, like your whole history almost with something like that. So that's kind of where I'm going off that. With these like avatars and stuff, like if they really wanted to put the effort into it, why not have like a lobby where you can walk around? Like there's plenty of games like that where your character will walk around with the other people or mm -hmm. maybe you can have your own space like you mentioned. And I like, I just kind of thought of, they could add features for creating teams and stuff like they did the team challenges. So why not let you be able to make like guilds or whatever, you know, and yeah, like have a combined ranking would be kind of cool. And maybe somehow kind of as a team, make like a, a guild or a team banner or something would be kind yeah. of cool. And like yeah. even going a, a, on top of that is like, <laughs> say you like, maybe you're a shirt, like we're like team Pittsburgh, you know, um, yeah. we're like, all everybody on the team's avatar could have that, like that. Uh, yeah, like a clan banner and yeah. something. Yeah, that'd be that, pretty fun, I think. You said I, you were going to say something, Chuck. I, I have a wish list now. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I, one thing I wish 
that the card library is saved offline so that I can build decks and I don't have to be connected to the internet to do it. Like I just use it yeah. as a deck builder. Like, yeah, you just like you're at work or whatever, like, lunch break, instead of playing the game, you can just say, oh, these are the cards and let's just build decks and something like that. Yeah, I just, I don't have to worry about downloading every single card when I want to look at something. Just it's safe yeah. there, easier to look at. I don't know, just make card deck building and things like that as simple they as should please. let you um be able to test decks with cards you don't have so you know if you're gonna like spend the time that'd be nice yeah like, like playing, playing against like, like npc or yeah, something exactly yeah. yeah that would be cool like especially like these vegan zoo do i want greninja does he seem you know his, his yep. juice is worth the squeeze let's go ahead and test them out um that would be pretty cool they have like this battle pass i guess that's just like that's like you'll level up and get rewards as you level that up right yeah it, we don't know a whole lot about it but it definitely seems to amp up your rewards at the end of whatever season it is um and it does seem like the battle pass um is only purchasable through crystals which you can only get through opening packs or transitioning your collection over um but it doesn't seem like there is a current way today i'm going to spend 15 bucks on x uh, or X credits to do this. So you, you still, it seems still like the pack um, is the standard way to get currency in the game. If it's directly from packs or into crystals, um, it seems that is still the way to do it. Yeah, I, got, I haven't I was, seen like a purchase crystals. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think they do. Uh, I, I haven't think, seen a, a real money. I think that I swear I read that like you can buy stuff with money. I, I thought I heard the exact opposite where Pokemon doesn't want to do that um but again time will tell uh, i don't I, either way i don't think that it, i think it's just going to be better for the the yeah. you know it doesn't matter if they're an everyday player or just an occasional player i think it just will make the game a little bit more accessible for everybody looking at like the challenges seem a lot more user-friendly too it's like evolve mm -hmm. a pokemon v into a v max so you get like 250 coins and then this one's played three supporters like those are stuff you're going to easily be able to knock out versus like do a thousand damage with your <laughs> evolve 10, 10 yeah. water pokemon you're like i don't have a water deck to play <laughs> yeah i just end up dumping those because i'm like i'm not playing that deck so for sure yeah they, they do seem easier and it, it is cool that there are two per day instead of one so you might progress your your ladder or your coins currency a little bit quicker that way yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else on PTC Live that you want to talk about? Not particularly. No, no I'm excited for it. Um, I'm not too. I'm just waiting to see how that dust system works because that's the yeah, biggest sure. TBD for me. That how same. Quickly, it's just how quickly you can build out your collection because I think having a wide collection is going to be a little harder for sets going forward. I think going in just like fusion strike will be the hardest thing maybe like, we'll see we don't like, know go ahead no no i was just gonna say like if you bought a booster pack or two or a booster box or two um yeah or most people buy at least one at least competitive at least locally um that may be able to even just get you a deck right off the bat so say you bought one booster box per set um i'm leaning towards that should get you a deck online at least one yeah i mean that's that's what I'm interested in seeing is is how much my current your current ratio of getting real cards to playing online and stuff like that is going to equate yeah. to uh, being able to fill out uh, decks because that's the the biggest thing I've heard is the biggest like I don't know 
thing I've seen on Twitter and complain about it is that like, even though like your meta relevant cards, like Shadow Rider and stuff like that, aren't going to be any more expensive, your non meta relevant fun cards are still going to be just as expensive. So it's going to cost you the same to build Shadow Rider as it will to build um, a Blaziken Zero Aura or something yeah. like that. So it's really like how yeah. how many of these other decks can you try and build? It's gonna. We don't know what the pricing is going to be, but I'm hoping and I feel like it's going to go this way. I think it's going to be, if you're playing and buying packs, I think it's going to be kind of easy to get like yeah. any V or V max that you would need or whatever. Yeah. And, and I, I think they'll, they'll save the pricey stuff for the old arts and all that. Cause I'm yeah. looking right here. They're showing like the trainer's toolkit. It's going to cost 3000 of this crystals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they show this other picture. This person has almost a hundred thousand of them. So like if a, trainer's toolkits worth three thousand and hopefully that's a good barometer of like what stuff's gonna cost yeah Yeah. and it just depends on yeah how many um crystals you might acquire because of a pack in one way or or one fashion or another Uh, again a a big tbd um but pokemon seems to be pretty user-friendly for people at least in the tcg and well even like pokemon unite um like people okay. are saying this is like a money like a, a money grab may, maybe but like pokemon unites not um what makes you think that this will be i mean they're already making enough money off of like we said their merchandise and they're even just well, the card the trading cards themselves it's, it's, i don't think it's necessarily a, a money grab to make you spend money on this game it's just another yeah. way for them to make you want to buy more pokemon trading cards yeah but if no, anything, my point I is being like they're not easiest. like trying to gouge you because like they're not gouging you in any of the other games, and yeah. they have yeah. a com- competitive um, of you know the Sword and Shield. Um, they have you know again uh, Unite. Um, all are very user friendly when it comes to you know cost of entry. So they do have like a premium battle pass, and what most mobile games do, or even other games, like you'll pay real money for the premium pass. Yeah. So you get two rewards every time you level up instead of one well, yeah and i'm the type of yeah i'm the type of guy like i play some mobile games and if i really do spend time on it i don't mind like subscribing to a pass or whatever like dropping money because at the end of the day you can play it completely free if you want to for sure no i i, I match or mirror those sentiments for sure but i've i've done battle passes and they're usually if you play the game enough where you think you're going to actually complete the pass it's mm-hmm. usually well worth its money and you've probably bought your next pass for sure yeah. and then even going into this like the crystals we're going to attain um for our, our account transfers you should be able to get one at least one to start off um if not more yeah with all um, the cards that we're going to be getting rid of like i hope we would have a lot of currency after that <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we'll, again, uh, TBD, but it's looking good for sure. All right. I think All we right. got enough enough information about live our conversation on that. Yeah. Do we have another another thing we want to run through, Des, while we're here? Yeah. Um, before we let you go, let's talk a little bit about the importance of, you know, the, the local community um, as far as just, you know, kind of we're all here competing against each other, but we're all here in a friendly manner and trying to improve each other. So I know whenever I first started, um, you know, being able to play against, uh, you, you know, you two plus many other people in our in our core group of locals um, is only helped me improve uh, my play 
And I feel it's important to talk about, um, you know, the dynamic within the group um, when it comes yeah. to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. It's my favorite thing to do every week is get out of the house and go play cards. So mm -hmm. we've definitely built up a pretty good group of people. And like I was playing in person before the pandemic, but we didn't have too much of a weekly scene. We would get together every we would get together on Saturday sometimes, but it was really only like five or six of us max. Mm -hmm. And then like the official tournaments are always fun, of course, but I've really been enjoying the fact that we got a group of people that we get to go against every week and you learn about what they're playing and how they play. And it's something that you would have to deal with in a competitive scene. If you're playing local league cups and stuff, you do have to think about what the other people are going to be playing mm -hmm. and tech accordingly. So like I would know people that were playing certain decks like Blacephalon or something back in the day. And I wouldn't have to make sure I had a card to deal with that. And that's only something that you can learn by playing with the people. So, Oh yeah. Once it comes down to serious competition, that's the type of stuff you can pick up by playing with the same people over and over. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's like a a compressed version of the, you know, the national uh, metagaming. It definitely um, teaches you the skill of metagaming. Um, and then just as far as our group, at least, I can only talk uh, about our group, is we're, uh, we're all competitive. We all obviously want to win, but we're all open and friendly with each other. Um, yeah. So it's like, oh, what were you running in your your Calyrax de uh, uh, deck list uh, or anything like that? And we kind of will we'll be open about it, you know, and, yep. and why is this, why is this card working and why is it not? Um, so I think it's very important to have like an opened, you know, form. And we kind of expanded upon it with, you know, having our round table mashup here every Wednesday on discord. Um, it's mostly our, our locals, um, you know, just talking metagaming and it's always good to like spitball ideas off of other people. Cause no matter how good of a player you are, I feel that you need a support team. Yes. And our locals are really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the people who are professional, like the high level player, they literally have people that do deck testing and all this stuff for them. So like, if you're just a regular player, you're not going to have like a staff of people. So that yeah. is your only way is yeah. By talking with each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. The local community is what you're going to get. You got to get like those, those professional players, they have a team of guys because they're, they've made, connections with other players and they're gonna they're gonna work on yeah. decks together that they like and then decide what might be the the play at, at where at whatever tournament they might be at mm -hmm. and and we we kind of try and do the kind kind of not really because there's nothing to play for in real life but we all we all in our local community want to see each other succeed so yeah. we want to we want to see everyone else make the best version of whatever deck they have and we have a lot of people that play a lot of different things. I mean, oh, for sure. Um, and it kind of has a big open meta, but it's always nice to see that player improvement too. So, like, yeah. we, like we said, we have like a, a, probably about 10 or so like core members that are, are pretty seasoned in the game. And then, you know, all of, all of us kind of like pick up some of the newer players and just getting to see, um, you know, some of those newer players like pick up um, any kind of advice that any of us give them and make meta or uh, deck adjustments and then 
see them actually have some success is always a joy um, to kind of, you know, yeah. pick up off of that. So obviously, again, we all want to win, but we want to see each other do well. And I think, I think that's always healthy. A lot of the time, I like depends on who it is because some people know already. But like I always if I'm playing against someone and if I beat them or something, I'm always like, especially if I know they're newer, I'll be like, yeah, and that when you did that play, you probably shouldn't have done that, or you should probably should have done this. And mm-hmm. like, I'll definitely like helping explain people that are newer what they might be dealing with when like they're going up against a deck that they haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. and even just to to add to that, like even last week I was playing against Steve, mm-hmm. um, and he ended up winning. Oh, yeah. um, and you know, all, all no, I'm not even talking about the 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 random, um, you know, weird math kind of situation but there was a couple plays where we're like okay well if i wouldn't have done this and it was like a small play like benching a pokemon Mm -hmm. um if you literally wouldn't have benched that sobble um you would have had game because then now i gave you know you know something else to take prizes off of and it's like those small micro decisions that you know you just need to you know have a set of eyes on uh, you know a separate set of eyes on it and say hey if you would have not done this you would have you know, been in a bit better position. Now, does it necessarily win or lose you the game? No, but it, it boosts your odds and just kind of seeing other people like that and having an open community um, is such a joy to be a part of. Yeah. I have a, no, go ahead, Chuck. I was, just having that local community helps you get more eyes on on things because if you if you want to grow your, your game and you want to compete at high levels, especially when, when we open everything back up and, and League Cups and and championships and whatnot and you want to you want to do well at those things the more eyes you have on different decks and different ways to play deck you're going to have a better understanding of what to take to those things or what to play <laughs> and how to optimize what you're playing because i don't think one person is going to unless i mean what unless you're bruce wayne money and you have nothing <laughs> better to do than sit here and throw decks against each other then I don't think you're going to be able to throw every kind of competition against each other and figure out what the best thing to take is where, yeah. so where that local community kind of like you come together, you see y'all, you all want to succeed and then you just push each other to the top. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking of something else, but uh, uh, I wouldn't think that anyone that is an art group would be like this, but have you ever had to play against someone that you like felt was being toxic or like just negative to play against and you had to deal with them i i have not in this game not in pokemon because uh i started right before pandemic you know of course uh, you know we have our our local group and i've not had any toxic people in our local group yeah um in other games like x-wing i've definitely run into that um and I usually just stay quiet, focused, and beat them, and then just yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, like I've the same. Like I've, but I've dealt with some people when I'm playing and rank and competitive before they shut down. That were like a little frustrating to play against, and I've had people like pressuring me, like, "All right, thirty seconds, make your move," like stuff like that. But yeah, I can no confidently play. say that the people we play with now, like I've never had to deal with anything. Like oh, yeah. That. I mean, there are times where, you know, 30 seconds, you really need to yeah, you know, have that kind of gameplay, but you don't need to be rude about it, especially right off the hop. And now if it's like we're 25 minutes into it and it's still being like, they obviously yeah. it's, that might be a thing. But the one uh, thing I, I can think the guy was playing like a 
I think it was like a mill deck. And so mm. they were like trying to rush me so I could get, because their deck was taking a while. Like they needed me to dump cards. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> it was just a little annoying, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we don't have anything like that uh, locally. But like I said, um, community is super important. And, you know, to, to build each other, like we all want our individual success, but that individual success doesn't come without, you know, group success, at least what i've seen in other games and even just in pokemon like even just seeing the growth of you know both of you when we first started playing um myself and everybody um and all i just want to say to any other group and you know for all these big tournaments coming whenever the irl event comes better watch out for pittsburgh because we're coming for you <laughs> oh yeah we we got a couple people that are eager to travel and compete yeah so that'll be interesting to see how. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna wreck havoc. Uh, we're gonna go, you know, take maybe a, a, a small tour bus, go up to all those uh, you know, closer <laughs> events, <laughs> and then just take down these events. So all of us make cut, and then just like you know, <laughs> drop the microphone. Peace out, Pittsburgh takes all the CP. That would be oh, awesome. If only I can just imagine it, if we could actually afford a bus, that'd be fun. Uh, well, triple, maybe I know in the past we've done we've done like those big bands where we could fit like ten guys in there. Or girls, and, and then wow. just like run off to an, uh, an event. And <laughs> <Yeah>. then <laughs> I want an actual that would be bus. Sick. I want to show up in style, like oh, yeah. triple P logo on the side. <laughs> oh, like... We need to make some big money. We all better <laughs> yeah, win that, right? <laughs> that would be fun, though. Yeah, I didn't even really think of like the different events we could be going to. It's a shame. I never got to travel for one. Oh, I mean, I was... I've not done it for Pokemon. We've done it for X Wing, where we've, you know, traveled as a team to team events or individuals, just like, um, you know like regionals or whatever um very fun uh especially the ride up and like and if there's anybody with success on the ride back it's always just fun and cheering and just like camaraderie yeah uh, i can't it. wait for it and you better be on that <laughs> oh i will that'd be awesome yeah yeah I, I, I look forward to building the 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 take taking the community out for whoever wants to come and, and take into a tournament and seeing how well we all do because we, we've been we've been practicing we've been yep. practicing um uh, 2022 hopefully or oh, no man. 2021 hopefully no 2022 hopefully but 2023 probably um for Jeez. for worlds in london let's bring it at least at least five of us are going to london going to london <laughs> man that would be awesome worlds <laughs> is such a qualifying for that though it's like you we'll need to be <laughs> we're gonna do it <laughs> i guess you can still go like it used to be like if you had a certain number of points you were like just guaranteed your slot or whatever but if you didn't you could still like compete i think you just had to like yeah. make your way up the thousands of people that are gonna be there. yeah either way i can't wait for it um but yeah, we're all going to do our part in our community. Yep. And it, you don't have to be for the Pittsburgh community. If you want to jump on our Discord, hang out with us during you know, those, those roundtable mashups or join our leagues, um, just yeah. being able to communicate with us. Um, you're part of the family. You don't have to be from Pittsburgh to do that. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that's going to yeah. about cover it, I think. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't have um, anything else to say, so. Yeah. Before we uh, let you go here, Des, you have any shout outs, plugs, anything like that that you want to give uh, somebody some love or just give yourself all the love? Um, the floor is yours. I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't got any plugs or anything. I'm not a streamer or anything like that. But thanks for having me on. I just shout out to Heroes Inc. for hosting us all the time and 
just can't wait to see our group of people coming up again this week. Yeah, I, I, I mirror that sentiment and uh, always, always love uh, being able to talk Pokemon with you. So thank you so yeah. much for coming on. Um, your, your insights are definitely valuable to me. All right, I'll do it again sometime soon. Definitely. So if you guys want to get a hold of us, you got myself at Canucks1. You got Chuck over at Watch Whimsy and Nick at Duke of Hobbies. That's going to finish us up for the week, so we'll see you all next time. Peace out. Bye.